Welcome to the I Heart My Fit Biz podcast, where we will be covering everything you need for inspiration, motivation, and practical advice in how to create a thriving fitness business. Welcome to this week's episode, and today I am talking about why it's safe for you to be an expert in your industry. So in the fitness industry, it's safe for you to be an expert. And the reason why I'm talking about this is is because I'm doing a lot about imposter syndrome and seeing a lot of people um, and a lot of fitness instructors um, in my Facebook group. It's something that they really struggle with is having this imposter syndrome of not being good enough, of not being qualified enough um, and just having these feelings of almost feeling like a fraud for charging um, for their services and lots of different things like that. So you may have felt those kinds of feelings at some point throughout your journey in the fitness industry. So as a fitness career or as a fitness business, um, you may have felt like that, just those feelings of not good enough or comparing yourself to others or thinking that person can do that, but I can't. Um, so many different kind of scenarios come up based around this this feeling. So first of all, this is the the um, affirmation that I uh, created for myself when I get these feelings. And for me, affirmations, I'm just going to go over on a kind of side note. For me, affirmations sometimes don't feel right when I'm saying I am. Um, because it's almost like you're creating conflict in the body. So when I say, if I said I am um, an expert in my industry, and then, but I'm actually feeling like I'm not an expert in my industry because I'm um, struggling with all these imposter syndromes and not feeling good enough, um, then it kind of creates a conflict in the body. And so you're kind of saying it, but you're kind of thinking deep down, well, no, I'm not. So I like to leave affirmations quite open. So it gives you and your subconscious mind the option to just consider that thought. So I usually say things like it's safe for me to be an expert in my industry or I am open for myself to be an expert in my industry. And just using those two phrases instead of I am, I sometimes use I am, but using those two phrases, it just takes out that conflict and it just leaves you open to believing that. And it leaves you open to to kind of considering the idea of be it, it safe to be uh, an expert in your industry or whatever you're adding in after those two phrases. So that's why I've titled this episode, Why It's Safe For You To Be An Expert In Your Industry. And I want you to just if you take one thing away from you from this episode, it's that. It's that saying or that affirmation and just repeating to yourself, it's safe for me to be an expert in my industry. I am open to being an expert in my industry and just see how that feels and just stay with that for a few days, a few weeks or at those times when you are feeling like a little bit of an imposter or you're feeling not confident, you're feeling not good enough you're not feeling you're, you're worthy of opportunities or income or 
classes, lots of different things like that. So let's get back on track and let's go back to um, looking at all the reasons why we possibly don't allow ourselves to be an expert in our industry. And this doesn't mean being the best in our industry. It doesn't mean that we are um, doing things inauthentically um, and kind of teaching things that we're not qualified in or things like that. It basically means that we're not allowing ourselves to step into what we're qualified and what we're experienced in and not allowing ourselves to be the best version of ourselves with what we're qualified in, with what we teach, with what we instruct, with what we offer. Um, And just really holding ourselves back because we've got those thoughts of, well, if I am too confident in this, what are those people going to think? Or what if I'm really confident with this and I allow myself to be an expert and I give the wrong advice? Or what if I allow myself to be good at teaching that class and whatever comes up in your mind um, is holding you back? So it's really those thoughts of holding yourself back and not allowing yourself to be that expert. And sometimes it comes to like, for me, it comes from when I used to work, the first place I worked as a fitness instructor, we used to have these master trainers or masterclass presenters, they were called, come in on the weekends and teach certain classes. And it really almost made me feel like because they were classed as masterclass presenters, that the classes that I was teaching as a normal instructor at this venue were maybe somehow inadequate or not quite good enough or not quite as good as these masterclass presenters coming in and teaching these classes. So maybe you've had an experience like that where maybe you go to fitness events and you go to or you're you're looking at um, people on social media, other fitness experts on social media, other fitness presenters on or celebrities on social media. And you're thinking to yourself, they are more successful than I am. They have more followers than I ha- am, than I have. So therefore, they must be better. And I'm not an expert in what I do because there's people better than me or seemingly better than me. And so it wasn't until really a couple of years into that where I was at the point myself um, moved away from from that place that I worked and actually applied myself to be a masterclass presenter and how easy it was just to contact these venues and offer my services as a masterclass presenter and then that made me realize that actually these masterclass presenters are no different to myself and they are just as qualified if they're more qualified fair enough but it doesn't make them better and it means that if they can be a masterclass presenter then so can I And that's what we need to really change the mindset around is that 
everyone we are looking to and thinking they can do it but I can't or they are the experts in the industry but I'm not we need to look to those people and say wow they can do it and if they're doing it they are a normal person we need to normalize and and equalize everybody and say to yourself if they can do it then then why not me why can't I do it because a lot of the time you will see again whether it's uh, celebrity trainers whether it's um presenters at events, wherever you're kind of putting people up on a pedestal as experts, you will probably find that they are just normal human beings like me and you. And they have they just decided to put themselves out there a little bit more or they just decided to believe that they could do a little bit more or they stepped into those shoes of being the experts in their industry and so they've received that recognition for it so it's not about and it's not even about becoming a fitness presenter or becoming a celebrity it's about stepping into your own expertise what are you training what do you teach what uh, are people saying when they come to your classes do they enjoy and love your classes that in itself makes you an expert in what you're teaching and what what services you're providing for people. And so own that and just start to step into that fact that I'm running this service, I'm running this class, and I'm an expert in, and even if you start with just one class and say to yourself, I'm an expert in teaching this class, and I'm an expert in in teaching and running this personal training service. And I step into the knowledge that I've learnt and the qualifications that I've worked hard to achieve. And I'm owning those qualifications because I passed the test and I have done the work. And that therefore makes me the expert. Now, even if you're newly qualified, you can say to yourself, I've done the work to become this fitness instructor. So I am an expert in what I've been training in. And now it's time for me to become an expert in the experience of teaching what I'm trained in. And when we start to, again, just slightly reframe our mindset, instead of saying, I mean, I remember when I was newly qualified and it's, it's almost like you're announcing to the class, oh, I'm new at this, I've just qualified, da 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 Whereas if you just taught the class, nobody pro- would probably even know that you are newly qualified. So it's the labels that we put on things rather than leaving ourselves open to being those experts in those small areas of our lives. And they, they can then lead to those bigger areas. So again, if you're a newly qualified fitness instructor, just allowing yourself to be the expert in that and almost owning it because at the end of the day, you've got fresh knowledge and fresh information. Other fitness instructors might have experience on you, but they might have forgotten all the things that you've just learnt in your fitness course. So therefore, sometimes that makes you more of an expert because that, that knowledge is fresh in your mind and you haven't slipped up on um, teaching points and uh bringing the quality service to people because you've just learned it and it's fresh in your mind. Where sometimes I'm guilty of this as well. 
if you've been in the industry a long time and you're a fitness professional, sometimes those things can just slack a little bit. I remember I used to really welcome everybody and I still do welcome everybody into my classes, but really give a spiel of, you know, are there any medical conditions or injuries and really give this whole spiel of um, come and see me and and really taking that time and intention. And sometimes I slack on that a little bit because I've been doing it for so long. So as a newly fit, qualified fitness professional, you're an expert in that. And so you're not less qualified because you're newly qualified. You just maybe have a different experience of what you're qualified in. But it still makes you an expert because you've qualified and you know what you're doing, you know what you're teaching, and you're just moving into more experience. And if you've got a lot of experience, a lot of qualifications, maybe you're somebody, and I fell into this trap um, early on into my fitness career when I first started gaining qualifications, even a few years into uh, my fitness career, I started to just do every single qualification out there. I've done so many qualifications that I haven't even used, like pre and postnatal and children's fitness. I thought I have to do that to be the expert and to and and to I need to get this extra qualification in order to make me worth the role that I that I, I'm stepping into this fitness professional, I'm not quite worth it yet. So let me get that next qualification. Let me train in this. Let me train in that. And that's gonna, that next qualification is going to make me feel like that expert. And you may be in that place. And what I will say is this. Even if you have one fitness qualification, if you put your all into that, if you know and learn everything you need to know, about that one qualification and you really hone your skills in that one qualification, you really don't need anything else to progress unless obviously you want to train in something that you're eventually going to teach and master. But a lot of us are just accumulating qualifications in order for us to feel more worthy. And so what I'm saying is, just look at the qualifications you have and master those. Because you've already qualified in that qualification, therefore, you are already an expert enough to teach that and bring services that are based around that qualification. You don't need anything else. You just need to give yourself permission to step into that expertise and to really own it and really have confidence in delivering that and accepting the expertise that you've been trained in. So it really is a mindset. And again, just from my past experiences, everything that I've thought was, or everyone I've thought that was more qualified or better or um, more of an expert than I was, weren't necessarily more of an expert they were just more maybe more confident they had a different mindset and at the end of the day they weren't better they were just different what they could bring to the table or what they could bring to a class I could bring something different and we so we're all and we're both experts 
in the way that we teach and the way that we deliver our services. There's no one right or wrong way, which I think we've really got into our head of I'm not doing it this way. I'm I'm not doing it like that person or I'm not posting like that person or I'm not teaching like that person or that person's doing this and I'm not. So therefore they're right and I'm wrong. It simply is what feels aligned to you and how you are approaching the services that you are delivering and the classes that you're delivering. So therefore, being an expert in your industry is not about how many qualifications that you've gained or how many years you've been in the industry or how many fitness events you've presented at or how much income you are making um, or how many followers you have on social media. It really doesn't uh, depend on those things. It depends on you believing that you are qualified enough, you are more than capable, you are good at what you do and how you do it. It's loving what you do and how you do it. So we get qualifications, which is you know standard. We all learn the same things, but really what makes us an expert is making our, our, ourselves an expert in ourselves and how we deliver those services and those classes. And when you look at it from that perspective, nobody is an expert. Or we are all experts and we are all um, capable of being and stepping into that confidence that we think we need to be that expert. So it really is a mindset. And again, hopefully that's given you some different things to think about. And, And when you're looking at those people who you think are the experts in the industry, yes, don't get me wrong, they've got experience, they've got qualifications. They are um, maybe a little bit further ahead of you, if that if that um, makes any sense to you, really, because we're ne- we're not really ahead of anyone else. But but if you see them as a, they're ahead of you in the industry, then it might just be that they've been around for a little bit longer and they've got a little bit more experience. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they are better or more of an expert than you are. So I really want you to look at this term as an expert um, and look at it slightly differently and to equalize everybody in the industry, whether they are, again, you deem them ahead of you or more of an expert or more knowledge or more experienced. If you see yourself as equal to those people, you can start to step into that area of being an expert. Because that's all those people did. You know, the people you are looking up to in terms of being those experts in the industry, they were probably once feeling the way that you felt, but just decided to take the next step and decided to have faith in their own abilities and their own confidence and just to be aligned with what felt right for them. And they probably continue to do that. And they probably still have the very same fears that you have around not being good enough or feeling like an imposter or not being experienced enough, not being qualified enough, yet they still do what they're doing anyway. So step into being an expert in your own authentic way. Don't wait to get another qualification. Don't wait to have so many years of experience. Don't wait to um, have so many followers or a certain 
um, income in your fitness business or title in your fitness career, allow yourself to step into that confidence of being an expert in everything you are doing right now, from the smallest thing of welcoming your class to the bigger things of maybe going online, creating your own fitness brand, whatever it is, every small thing, every admin task, every routine you practice and create, allow yourself to step into being an expert at doing all the small things. And then you'll start to feel like an expert in the bigger things as well. So again, over the next few days, or when you're feeling like you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you're feeling those imposter syndromes, I want you to say to yourself, it's safe. It's safe for me to be an expert in my industry. It's safe for me to see myself as an expert in what I teach and what I deliver. I am open to being an expert in everything that I'm qualified in and delivering that to a high standard. And just really talk yourself into those mindsets of being the expert that you can be and that you are. Because really all it is, being an expert in your industry, is really all about mindsets. And you believing that you are good enough and that you are qualified enough and you have everything that you need to be that expert. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you found anything interesting, inspiring, motivating, useful in this podcast, please reach out to me and let me know. I love to hear your stories and how this has helped you. It's been my aim and my passion to help fitness business owners um, build thriving fitness businesses, but also build a fitness business without burnout and exhaustion, because that's where I found myself a few years ago. So if you need help with your Fitbiz, whether it's building online and creating an online service with a website and app and new clients coming into your fitness business on a constant, consistent basis. Or maybe you would love help filling your classes and bringing in new clients to your classes every week and every month. Maybe it's social media that you're struggling with in terms of promoting your fitness business. Whatever it is, I think I can help. I have the I Heart My Fitbiz Members Club, which is full of tutorials and masterclasses that's going to help you with a great fitness business mindset and practical tools that you can implement in every area of your fitness business. Or maybe you're teaching 20 plus classes per week and you're burnt out and you're exhausted like I was a few years ago and you need help taking your fitness business online so you can bring in an online income stream without teaching a single class. And that means you can start teaching only the classes that you absolutely love to teach because you love to teach them. And I can help you do that with the mentorships. We have group mentorships, one-to-one mentorships, and premium mentorships where I do the techie stuff for you. So I will add all the links below if you are looking for more help in creating a thriving fitness business. If not, subscribe to this podcast or follow me on social media so you can get tips and advice on creating a thriving fitness.